It, it's never beyond repair. We're never beyond repair. We're never beyond transformation. And that's important to keep in mind. Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast, a teaching outreach of Andy Green Ministries. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, we would ask that you please rate, review, and share it with others so it will be a blessing to them. Stay tuned after the episode for important updates and announcements from Andy Green Ministries. Now here's Andy with today's episode. All right, this is lesson number two in developing our spirit. Uh, In this lesson, we're going to talk about evaluating our development so you know as you go through different uh, processes and different things like that you know it's important that we evaluate ourselves to see how it is that we're doing Um, to see you know if we're on track to reach our goals to see if we're going in the right direction um, you know different things like that Uh, before we get into this let's read our key verse from Proverbs chapter 18 verse 14 in the Amplified It says the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. So a strong spirit helps sustain us through the hard times. And so, you know, as we looked at last week, we're not going to take time to to go back and, and review that. That's available on the last podcast. But in Matthew 7, you know, both of those guys built their house um, before the storm came. And so uh, one of them was built on the right foundation. The other one was built on the wrong foundation. Um, the storm came, but the one on the right foundation, you know, the one on doing the word is the one that, that stood. And the other one that was built on the sand was the one that was, you know, that heard the word but didn't do it. So um, the important thing is, is that we build our house on the right foundation before the storm comes. Um, and that's building our spirit and doing the words of Jesus you know, meditating on the word uh, and, and building our spirit up strong. And so that way, you know, in the time of trouble, when the, t- the time of trouble comes, you know, we don't have to to fret or, you know, worry or, or be afraid or anxious or anything like that because we've already built our spirit strong and it will sustain us through the hard times. Um, so, you know, we prepare in the good times. So when the hard times comes, cause they're going to come, I mean, you know, there's no, you know, you're not going to use your faith to never have another hard time that this is not biblical. It's not doable. It's not possible. Um, because Jesus said in this life, you're going to have trouble. And so we're going to have trouble in this life. Um, but it's important that we are of good cheer. And again, you know, if we're going to be of good cheer, like Jesus said to be, then we're going to have to have a strong spirit in order to do that. So again, in this lesson, we're going to talk about evaluating our development. You know, how do we evaluate ourselves to see if we're spiritually strong or not? Um, So the importance of evaluating our development, evaluations are an important part of any kind of growth process. They're found in school, jobs, health, military, and even relationships. So, you know, if you take a college student Um, or, you know, a a high school student or any kind of student, you know, they're evaluated by tests, by grades, different things like that to see, you know, once they come to the end of that grade or the end of that level that they're able to move on because they've, you know, grasped a hold of everything that was on the the previous level. So, um, you know, whenever they evaluate themselves, you know, they're able to see uh, how well they're going to do or make sure that they at least have a good start 
at that next level. Um, whenever I was in the military, you know, there was all different kinds of, of training that we had to go through and um, all different kinds of, of schools and different things like that. Uh, but one of our most important things that we learned was, was how to look at a pressure gauge to tell if we're going to have problems with this type of machine. So, you know, we had normal spe uh, specifications that this machine was supposed to run in. Um, and if it got outside of those specifications, we could kind of tell, hey, you know, there's going to be some issues with this or, hey, there is some issues with this. And so that way it would kind of give us a starting place on how to how to fix it. Uh, so evaluations, they're healthy when they're done in a correct way, when they're motivated by love. They're not to be used for condemnation, self-loathing, control, or any kind of manipulation like that. Um, you know, whatever you talk about losing weight, for instance, um, for me, you know, whenever I'm trying to lose weight, I'm dieting and, and different things like that. You know, it's hard for me to not get on the scale every day. And then if I, if I haven't performed well the day before, you know, to get onto myself and to be hard on myself, that's not what evaluations are for. Evaluations are simply to see where we're at. And if it's going to work, we have to see where we're at and we have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and about where we're headed. So if I give myself, you know, uh, if I tell myself, hey, buddy, you know, you're doing good, you know, you're ahead of where you're supposed to be and I'm really not, that's not going to help me. You know, if, if or if I change my goals later, like if I want to lose 15 pounds, you know, in three months, let's say. Uh, you know, I don't want to have to change that goal because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I want to keep up. I want to evaluate myself properly, but at the same time, I want to give myself grace and encouragement and, and things like that. So, uh, evaluations are healthy whenever they're not done in self-condemnation. And if we have a problem with that self-condemnation, then we certainly need to find somebody to come alongside of us and help, which, I mean, that's a good idea anyways, um, in any kind of spiritual growth, you know, to, to have somebody to grow with, um, a friend, you know, different things like that. But especially in our evaluation phase, you know, if we're real bad about self-loathing and, and stuff like that, then, uh, you know, we really need somebody to come along and speak that encouragement to us and help keep us in check. Uh, second Corinthians chapter 13, verse five in the new King James version, Paul says to examine yourselves as to whether you're in the faith. So we're to test ourselves. We're to, we're to see where we're at. Uh, the New Living Translation says to examine yourself to see if your faith is genuine. So, you know, we're even to, to see if we're in faith or not, to examine ourselves, to see if, if we're in faith, to see, you know, how much do we really believe that Jesus is Lord? Have, have we made him the Lord of our life? And then, you know, if I'm believing for something, am I in genuine faith or not? You know, um, if you get over, I believe it's in... Um, one of the letters to Timothy, he talks about, uh, in the King James Version, it talks about faith unfeigned, um, you know, which is not pretend faith. So if you have feigned faith and you have pretend faith, uh, you know, there is a difference. There is a difference between true, genuine faith and feigned faith or pretend faith. So just like with our spiritual growth, you know, we can always put on that mask and say the right Christian words and you know, we can really act out like we know what we're doing and, you know, that we've arrived and, and all these different things. But we really have to be honest with ourselves and test and examine ourselves to see where we're at, to see if we're genuine, to see 
you know, where we really need to grow. Because let's be honest, we all have different areas that we can grow in and, and uh, different things like that. You know, I mean, we might be really well, um, really have our, sp- have our spirit built up really well in one area, but need needed to build it up some more in another area. Um, so we just really have to be honest with ourselves. Uh, many people never examine themselves or their own life, but they're quick to point out the fault in others. Remember, Jesus said that if you're going to look at somebody else, you know, make sure that you remove the plank from your own eye, you know, so to speak. So, I mean, we're to examine ourselves and not to, not to worry so much about other people and what they're doing. Um, so, in other words, examine or evaluate yourself before you evaluate others. Uh, he also told us about with the woman with the, that was caught in adultery. Uh, he also told the men that was about to stone her that they can cast the first stone whenever, you know, the person who hasn't committed the sin can cast the first stone. And obviously, you know, they've all committed sin and, you know, we have too. you know, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But thank God for grace. Um, so if we're truly evaluating ourselves anyway, we're going to really have very little time to judge others. So imagine how much that's going to help our love walk. You know, if we're really focused on ourselves and focus on our own spiritual development, you know, that's really going to help our love walk because we're not worried about what everybody else is doing. We're not worried about condemning everybody else because we know, hey, I've got this I've got to work on. You know, and, and just let me stop and slow down for a minute just to say this is that, you know, maybe you're like me. And, I, and there's been several times in my life where I've looked and I've seen you know, all these different areas that I need to grow in and that, you know, that I need to come up and, um, you know, different areas that, you know, I really want to be here, you know, and I really want to see this in my life and I really want to manifest this. Um, and there's all these different areas at once. And it's like, how am I ever going to get there? You know, how am I ever going to get there? And, you know, whenever we come to that place and, you know, we're looking at it like that, we really have to rely on the Holy Spirit to, to show us where to start because we're not going to be able to tackle all these things at once. You know, we're going to really have to sit back and allow the Holy Spirit to show us and reveal to us, you know, the more important things um, we can get in the word and find out, you know, what's most important to God and, and go from there. But we have to remember, you know, that, you know, we're, we're all growing, you know, Jesus is, is still working on us and and he's not going to stop working on us until he returns to get us you know the work is in progress so um anytime you feel condemned or you know feel like you're not where you should be or anything like that that's okay you know acknowledge it realize it forgive yourself and move on in grace and and just go on and and do what you can do you know little steps however you get there but make sure that you're moving forward and you're progressing. Um, so we're talking about evaluating our spiritual development. You know, every part of our life is evaluated. You know, again, if we're trying to do something physical, um, if I'm trying to get stronger, you know, I'm going to see where I'm at on the bench press. You know, well, I'm benching 145 pounds this week. And next week, I want to be able to do 155 pounds, you know. So um, we're constantly growing in this. It's the same with our spirit. So what are some of the ways that we can evaluate our spirit or evaluate ourselves to make sure that we're growing or, or what areas do we need to look at to see where we're at? So that's what we're going to get into now. Uh, 
The first area that we're going to look at is our thoughts. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So we have to look at our thoughts because our thoughts are kind of where these strongholds or these wrong beliefs or these, we could call them self-limiting beliefs. You know, just anything that we believe about the world, uh, about anything, including ourselves, that's wrong. And so the stronghold that might be built up is, you know, hey, I'm really ugly or, hey, I'm, you know, really obese or, you know, these, these, these beliefs. And, you know, maybe we are, um, you know, overweight and we're acknowledging that, but it, it's never beyond repair. We're never beyond repair. We're never beyond transformation. And that's important to keep in mind. And it's also important to keep in mind not to, again, not to condemn ourselves because that's just going to wipe all the energy out. It's just going to take all the, the air beneath our wings, so to speak. And it's not going to let us advance. It's not going to let us grow. But we have to start right then and there taking these thoughts into captivity. And make them obedient to Christ. So what does that mean? That means that we're going to change these thoughts, these thoughts that we're thinking that's wrong, and we're going to change them to something that Jesus says about us. So if I'm sitting here and I'm in self-condemnation, I'm going to meditate on the love of God, and I'm going to meditate on the fact that he loves me regardless of where I'm at, and he's going to give me power and strength and grace to move forward to where I want and need to be. You know, it's been said that on average, a person can think anywhere between 30,000 and 180,000 thoughts a day, the average being around 60,000 um, for a person. That's a lot of thoughts for a day. So again, that's between 30,000 and 180,000 thoughts a day. So that's a lot of thoughts, but we really have to be in tune to what we're thinking on. Uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin always said that, you know, you, can, you can't keep a, a bird from flying over your head, but you can sure keep it from making a nest there, you know, talking about our thought life. You know, we can't necessarily stop all these thoughts coming in, but we can sure determine and evaluate and decide which thoughts are going to stay and which are not. And we really have to take control of our thought life. Um, <clears throat> what you think about constantly or consistently will determine the course of your life. Um, you can see Proverbs 23, verse 7 for that. As a man thinks, so is he. So what we meditate on consistently. So if I'm constantly thinking, man, I'm, you know, I'm worthless. You know, I'm overweight. I'm never going to get this weight off. You know, I'm this, I'm that. I'm constantly meditating on that. That's the way I'm going to stay. So again, we have to take those thoughts and we have to make them obedient to Christ. Make them obedient to the word of God. And we have to start filling our mind and building our spirit with the words of life that comes from scripture. So a spiritually mature person can take notice or they will start to take notice of what they're thinking about and they'll bring those wrong thoughts into the obedience of Christ. Again, they want, we want to see ourselves the way that God sees us. The next area we're going to talk about is our words. Luke 6 verse 45 says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Remember, God framed the world with his words and we're created in his image. Our words have a huge impact on the course 
and the quality of our life. So we literally frame our world or we frame our life with the words that we speak. So if we, uh, if we want to see where we're headed, we need to listen to the words that are coming out of our mouth. So where we're at today has been spoken before. So again, you know, and, and really it starts with our thoughts as well. You know, because what we think, we eventually speak. If we think on it long enough, we'll eventually speak it out. And we speak it out, it gets back in us. And it's like this circle of either life or death. Because remember, the power of power of life and death is in the tongue. And so what we're constantly saying, we're creating for ourselves. So if we want to change our life, we're going to have to change our words. We're going to have to begin to speak words of, of faith, words of life, words that create good things for us instead of cursing ourselves and and cursing our situations and cursing our life we change and we're grateful and we're, we're full of faith you know faith people make the world go round uh we're the ones that that always bring hope to the table whenever even it seems like there is no hope because we know our god is a god of impossibility so again we we fill ourselves with faith and we build our spirits on faith and we release that faith through our mouth and we speak. Remember Jesus said in Mark 11 that we can speak to the mountain. And if we believe in our heart and don't doubt what we say, then that mountain will be moved. So again, we have to look at the words. We have to listen to the words that are coming out of our mouth to spiritually grow. So think about it like this. If we're constantly talking defeat, doubt, and unbelief, that's exactly what we're going to get in life. But on the other hand, if we're talking victory, faith, hope, and in other faith-filled things, that's what we're going to get. And it's up to us to choose which one we're going to receive, which one it's going to be. You know, and I was going to take some time and, and really dig in on emotions, but I, I'm really not going to do that. I just want to make this mention about emotions. You know, emotions are good to use as a gauge, but they're not, they're not to be used to guide our life. You know, emotions change from day to day. Uh, they, they can let us know whenever something's wrong or something's bothering us. You know, we can, uh, you know, if something's bothering us consistently, you know, we can really take some time and draw back and go before the father and ask the father, you know, if, if he would reveal them, reveal what's going on to us through the, through the spirit. Um, and so, you know, emotions are good to, to gauge things off of to an extent, I don't want to put too much value on emotions, even though emotions are valuable, but I don't want to put too much value on emotions because really whenever we're talking about being spiritually mature, it's living past our emotions. It's learning to take um, control of those thoughts, which will in turn take control of those emotions and put emotions to work for us instead of against us. So um, again, just with emotions, don't put too much credit onto them or don't put too much value onto them as you're talking about spiritual development. Um, just because you don't feel close to God does not mean you're not close to God. You know, if you're in Christ, you're in relationship with the Heavenly Father, whether you feel like it or not. You know, that feeling of not being close to Him, you know, does not make it true. So again, you know, we take emotions kind of for what they are. Uh, we look at them and, and you know, we can take some time to, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things to us. But again, don't put too much value on those as uh, for your spiritual development. Um, so the next thing we're going to get into is actions. And this is the last part we're going to talk about. 
Um, so really, you know, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 23, um, we see a list of living in the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit. Um, and I'll just kind of name off some of these, um, the works of the flesh. You know, you can go back and read them in scripture. Again, that's Galatians 5, 19 through 23. But the, some of the works of the flesh, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, which is lustful desires, uh, lewdness, extreme, unbridled lustful desires, um, idolatry, heresies, you know, that has to do with witchcraft and drugs, stuff like that. Um, envy, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, you know, and again, that that's versus the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, which is patience, um, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So one thing that I want to mention about this, you know, um, go back and meditate on these, especially, you know, the, uh, the fruit of the spirit, these fruits are part of you. These are not the, the fruits of the spirit, capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit. These are the fruits of your born again spirit. So as soon as you were born again, the Bible says in Romans that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. So we've become love like the father. Um, we've been filled with joy, peace, patience. You know, a lot of people want to try to pray for patience. You know, God, give me patience. But the fact of the matter is, is God's already given us patience we just have to exercise it. You know, faith through hard times produces patience. And so whenever we allow that, per, that patience to produce, then it grows and we become more patient and, and it develops. So it's just like, you know, fruit on any kind of tree, you know, it starts off and it buds. And then as it gets the, the nutrients, you know, from the sun and the rain and different things like that, that it needs, it grows. And so same things with those fruits of our spirit. Again, that's fruits of are born again, recreated in Christ's spirit. So as soon as we get born again, we've been given all these things. We just have to exercise them. We have to choose to exercise them. And the more that we choose to exercise them, the more that we develop spiritually and the more we, uh, we, the more we mature spiritually and grow spiritually and, you know, vice versa, the more that these fruits develop. So again, it's important that we meditate on these and to see that these these fruits are a part of us now we don't have to pray and ask god for them we just have to we just really have to, to dig down and, and utilize these fruits and allow them to grow you know going back to talking about praying for patience you know they say that whenever don't pray for patience because god will give you opportunities to be patient and i mean that it's true i mean you know if, if you want to pray for that that's fine but, you know, life gives us many of those opportunities in ways. And so, again, you know, we look at our thoughts, our words, somewhat our emotions, but then our actions. And then we can kind of gauge and tell our spiritual maturity. Uh, spiritual maturity, just to make a note before we close this out, is not the gifts of the Spirit. A lot of people think that just because, you know, they speak in tongues or just because, you know, the Lord uses them, you know, even in an awesome way, you know, um, gifts of miracles or uh, healings, you know, different things like that. You know, that does not mean that somebody's spiritually mature. In fact, there's been people throughout history that have has operated, you know, very well in those gifts, but yet they've lost their character and lost relationship with God and, and lost everything because they didn't have the spiritual maturity to hold them up. So we need to make sure that we see the difference and we see the difference in um, the growth part 
but then also, you know, being used by the spirit, um, they're, they're, you know, they, they can work hand in hand, but you really need the maturity in order to, to develop into the gifts. I'm not saying that right. We really need the, the maturity to hold ourselves up as we develop in the gifts. Um, I hope that makes sense to you. So, you know, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, they have operated in the gifts of the spirit, but yet have not been spiritually mature because they haven't developed in these other areas that we're talking about. You know, whenever the, the, the Holy Spirit's using them and, and, and different things like that, you know, they're, they're on fire, they're moving, but you know, then two days later, they're talking about, you know, defeat and death and, you know, um, just all the power of darkness, you know, that they can come against us and they're not spiritually mature and they, they really have to grow and spiritually mature. So, um, you know, and if you disagree with that, I just want you to think about that for just a minute, that that whole writing back and forth between Paul and the Corinthians, where it talks about the spiritual gifts or the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that whole issue was about them not doing things right. I mean, it was about carnality. Um, but yet he had to include that about the, the gifts of about the, the, the spiritual gifts or the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He had to include that in the letter because they were getting out of hand. So they were operating in them. But at the same time, there was all these other issues, you know, like one of the issues was that they needed to get rid of somebody out of the church because of the degree of sin that he was in that was causing other people to stumble and, and everything else. You know, they were taking the Lord's Supper wrong. You know, they were, there's a lot of stuff mentioned in that book that they needed to change. But at the same time, they were one of the most spiritually developed group, you know, of believers that was there. So, you know, just take that into account. Again, you know, we have to grow and mature spiritually. Um, you know, and then be used in the gifts. We need the character behind us. So um, put devotion into this, put time into developing your spirit and, and just grow closer with God. You know, really the more we grow closer to Jesus, you know, the the better off that we are, you know, the more spiritually mature that we're going to become and the more that we do the words. So I hope this has blessed you. Um, again, this is lesson two, developing your spirit, evaluating our spiritual development and uh, you know, make sure you take some time to examine yourself, test yourself to see if you're genuinely growing or not. So God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the kingdom life podcast. Again, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share it with others. You can also help us be heard by rating it and leaving a review for other resources. Please visit www.andygreenministries.com. Thank you for listening.